Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast. Today I'm recording with a special guest, my baby Amelia. She's gonna be a year old in three weeks and she's sitting on my lap. So if you hear her, that's who she is, my baby Amelia. (laughs) And if you are up to date listening to this, you'll know that I have finished my focus on healing my root chakra because I feel really harmonized and comfortable and aligned in my root chakra, my muladhara, at the moment, which I'm so proud of. And I really just, I'm really proud of myself. And I, if you're healing yourself and on this journey with me and just implementing anything that I've been practicing and suggesting, I'm really proud of you too, because it's really great that we can do this together. Really, ah, ah, thank you for being here. Um, So I wanted to talk about and plan out loud. I wanted to like talk out loud because I just kind of decided to wrap up Muladhara Healing today. I just recorded the last episode of this podcast like a couple hours ago. And Manjo. And... Yeah, so I want to, let me go grab a notebook and a pen. I want to write down how I'm going to actively begin healing my Svadhisthana, my sacral chakra. So I'm starting um, my healing root going up, uh, traveling up through my chakras. I'm doing this on purpose because where I was at when I started this healing journey, I was really, really, really unharmonious in my muladhara so my root chakra was really out of alignment Uh, i was really unable to meet my basic needs not feeling good physically i i mean if you can go back and listen to my whole muladhara healing process because i actually real time recorded these podcasts while i was healing and I also made some YouTube videos about it, but I did it real time. Like I was in a bad place, really imbalanced. And I was like, you know what? Let me record this journey. I think it might help some people if I document my journey. So a lot of it is really vulnerable and hard to share because it has been really hard. I've been having a really hard time. 2021 was a really difficult year for me. Like the most difficult. You'll never even, I don't want to get into it. I've gotten into it before. 2022 is our year, right, Amelia? Right, Amelia? (laughs) We are killing it. So let me go grab this notebook and a pen, and I'm going to start making Munchkin and the Penis. I'm going to start making a morning routine. I, I love having a morning routine. I really do. It really makes me feel productive and sets me up for the day. And I haven't been able to have a morning routine for the past while for multiple reasons. Uh, I was like a single mom for a couple of months, but I'm actually back with dad and now I have somebody to hang with my baby in the morning. Um, It was very complicated. Our relationship has been very interesting and complicated. I don't really want to get into it. I might have touched on it already at some point in my podcast. But anyways, we're all living together. We have our own house. 
and I have a lot more time to do things now that I'm not a single mom. We have we have a dad around, so it's a lot easier. And geez, to all the single moms listening, you are incredible, amazing, and just a superhero because it is not easy having a baby by yourself. Not <laughs> babies are great though. I mean, I love you, Amelia. You're the best. Um, I mean, you can make it work, and I totally could have made it work. But I'm relieved to be living with her dad again, and that just basically means I can have a morning routine again <laughs> because I would just wake up and it would take me all day to just check off all the things I wanted to just get done in the morning as a morning routine. And now that I've had this opportunity, he actually um, just started a new job where he only works nights, so mornings are for mama and i get to start a morning routine and i'm really excited about it so let me get a fresh page in this notebook okay i'm gonna write it down at the top top of the page spanish thana oh my pen's not working out there it goes spanish thana by the way sanskrit is actually a um What's the word I'm looking for? A phonetic language? I'm not sure what the word I'm looking for is, but Sanskrit is not in, it doesn't have an English alphabet. So there's no right or wrong way to spell any Sanskrit words. You just kind of sound them out when you write it because you're not writing in Sanskrit anyways. <laughs> so that's why um, you can see the same word in Sanskrit when you're reading it in, Eng like, in English alphabet you can see the same Sanskrit words spelled different ways because there's no correct English way to spell something in Sanskrit. It's a whole different alphabet. Same with like when you go anywhere that has a different alphabet <laughs> and you see words spelled in like the English alphabet. I remember the same thing when I was in Thailand, um, just like writing out Thai words in English when you see it like in places. Someone told me that there too. It just, whenever you're writing out a word in a different language. It doesn't matter how you spell it because that's not how you spell it anyways because you're not even using their alphabet. Okay, I made my point four times. And thank you for uh, sitting through that. Spanish Thana healing morning routine. Boom. Okay, so first of all, I wake up I usually go to the bathroom. Uh, most of us do that. Um, I wake up, go to the bathroom. I'm not going to write this part down because it's just happening naturally. And then I like to scrape my tongue. I don't know if anybody else is into Ayurveda, but I have like a copper tongue scraper. I like to scrape my tongue in the morning. And you get so, there's so much bacteria and like nastiness on your tongue if you're not scraping your tongue already and you, you start you're gonna be like wow this is kind of gross that i haven't been doing this but it's like i just scrape my tongue real quick before i brush my teeth and i actually brush my teeth with toothpaste that i make myself and i just mix coconut oil and baking soda and i add essential oils usually peppermint sometimes like i'll add a different essential oil or two whatever I'm feeling. And then I just use that to brush my teeth because most toothpaste is full of toxic toxins, just like all these chemicals, even the healthy natural ones. 
are just full of toxins and they're not great for you. So that's what I do in the morning. I'm up. I've pooped. I've <laughs> scraped my tongue, brushed my teeth. And then what I like to do is drink a um, a glass, a mug of hot lemon or lime water, depending. Lemon or lime. Um, usually I go for lemon, but you know, lime is great too. And I think it's good to mix them up because they do have different benefits and different healing properties, but they're very similar. So you can kind of do either or. I'm going to write that down for my routine though. So, uh, lemon water. Sometimes I just like to write it in Spanish, like limon water, because <laughs> I, I might be wrong about this, but I've been taught that like lemons and limes are the same word in Spanish. So then it can go either way, but lemon water first thing. And then what I like to do after my lemon water is I drink celery juice every single morning. I try to make it fresh. Sometimes I'll prep it in advance, but it's best to do it fresh and always organic, organic lemons, organic celery, organic everything, because you don't want to be drinking in those chemicals. But I drink fresh celery juice every morning and how I make it is I don't have a juicer. I just take the fresh celery, I chop it up and I blend it and then I strain it with sometimes a metal strainer or my favorite is to use cheesecloth. Just buy some cheesecloth at the grocery store and you just squeeze it out with your hands. It's really intentional, mindful. You can put a lot of good energy into it. If you don't have cheesecloth, you can get away with using paper towels, but it's not the best, especially if they're bleached and unnatural paper towels because that can like get in there, but I've done it in a pinch. It's no big deal. But that's how I make my own celery juice. I just blend up the celery. I don't add any water or add anything to it. Thank you. Amelia's kissing me on the mouth. <laughs> but I don't add anything to it. I just blend up the celery, strain it, drink it. It's amazing. It's medicine. I totally noticed a dirt. Oh, her hand is in my mouth. I totally noticed a difference when I don't have it and when I do. And I didn't make it today, did I? No, I did. I don't remember. Mom, should we have celery juice today? I totally didn't have celery juice today. I had a weird day, but it's March 1st and I have not organized my morning routine goals for the month yet. So I'm gonna give myself a break and start, <laughs> start on March 2nd. But I usually just do it every day. And the main reason I started drinking celery juice is because I have been diagnosed with multiple chronic illnesses in my life. I don't believe in chronic illnesses because the things that these doctors have told me about these illnesses that they say that I have and the ways that they think... Are you okay? <laughs> she slammed her face into my face. But um, the ways that doctors say you have to treat them, I've just proven wrong in myself. For example, I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis and this doctor told me that I would have to take medicine every single day. I have to take a pill um, of synthetic thyroid every single day for the rest of my life or basically I will die or need to take some really intense kind of therapy that is really damaging. Like all this crazy stuff that they told me. I just practice yoga and drink celery juice and 
try to live in accordance to Ayurveda as much as I can. I kind of like went really hard on it at the beginning when I got off my meds. Um, and now I kind of just am more chill about it. And I mean, the main thing with any chronic illness is stress. So as long as you're removing stressors, it's going to do more for you than taking a band-aid pill for anything. I mean, pills are just a band-aid. The main problem with Western medicine is that it's just like treating symptoms and keeping the problem because they want to keep the problem so they can continue to make money off of you treating your symptoms, which is why I drink celery juice. I've also been diagnosed with IBS and I've been diagnosed with endometriosis and uh, hyperthyroidism. And I'm sure if I kept going to doctors, I'd keep getting diagnosed with more shit so that they could keep pumping me with pharmaceuticals. But I don't believe in that. I don't take any pills anymore. I used to take Synthroid every day and birth control. Clearly, I got off birth control. You can ask this kid right here. Right, Mancho? <laughs> yeah, so that's why I drink celery juice. It's healing, and I don't have to take pills anymore. I just drink celery juice every day. So these part, both of these are like my medicine. And the reason I drink lemon water, so that what hot lemon water for... she wants the bottle so hot lemon water works in your body the analogy I've heard is that um, when imagine like when you're washing a dish and you use hot soapy water to like wash the dish and it gets all those bits of food stuck that are stuck on the sides of it off well basically in your digestion tract um, there's like bits of food that gets stuck along the way, like down through on its way out your body. There's like just bits of food get stuck and trapped and the hot lemon water, when you drink it, it works like that warm soapy water. So it's kind of just cleaning your insides. It's like soaking your body and it's just a little, um, a good way to start your morning because you're just flushing out all of the food from yesterday that got stuck and left over and you're giving your body a fresh start. So I like to do the lemon water before the celery juice, but I've heard you could also do the celery juice before the lemon water. Um, you're just kind of supposed to wait like 15-30 minutes in between drinking them. I feel like I never actually wait. <laughs> I kind of just do it all. But maybe, I, I don't know. Uh, I try to. And then, and then, so I drink my lemon water drink my celery juice. Usually I'm making these all like in the morning. And then I like to drink, to eat, to start my day every day, I like to eat boiled apples and cloves. So I'll just cut up usually just one apple and I'll share it with my baby too, because it's not my breakfast. This is just medicine. It's a prebiotic. So it's a natural prebiotic. Instead of taking a pill, what I do is I'll cut up an apple and 
you're supposed to peel it, but <laughs> I'm like lazy, so I don't ever peel it. And I feel like leaving the skin on it is kind of just easier for my baby to hold it anyways. So I just cut them up. And then once they're warm, you can't, it's like easy to peel the skin off, but I kind of just like suck it off the skin. Like I just hold on to the skin and like eat the apple. And I boil it with whole cloves until it is soft. And it's really tasty and that's my prebiotic. You can also add cinnamon to it, but I usually don't. I think the cloves and the apples on their own, that's like more of a medicine and then like adding cinnamon. Like I'm sure there's benefits to it, but it's also like kind of changing it a bit and making it more of like a, a breakfast or like a meal. But you can just have that as your whole breakfast. Like you can just like have, instead of just doing one apple, you can do like a few apples and make that um, your meal for the morning. But I like to, I like to eat a big breakfast. I like to eat a lot of food. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's like my main, boom, lemon water, celery juice, apples and cloves. Okay, that's like a staple for me. That's just, I told you the lemon water cleanses, the celery juice heals, the apples and cloves are a prebiotic. And then I like to get my probiotics in too, so. I like to drink a lot of kombucha and I like to eat like yogurt with probiotics in it. Um, I kind of want to start taking a, a probiotic. I've listened to this podcast about Thrive probiotics and it just sounds really cool and I kind of want to start taking them, but I love, I always, <laughs> always want to implement everything I hear in podcasts and just, I really love listening to podcasts, which is why I'm really enjoying making this podcast, but okay, sorry, I'm getting off track. Lemon water, celery juice, apples, cloves, boom. We're ready to start our day. You know what else I really like to do in the morning is to listen to my morning playlist of high vibe music, which um, I think really sets the tone for the day because I only recently discovered and made the connection and realized how the music that you listen to really can affect your mood and your mindset. So starting the day with high vibe, inspirational, motivational, just like chill music or, or like yoga music that's full of mantras and beautiful frequencies. I have a whole playlist and it has affirmation podcasts in it too. I just really like it. I might switch up my affirmations now that I'm switching up my goals, but you know what? No, I think they still work because I'm still after abundance. <laughs> Macho, she's trying to grab my pen. Okay, so what I'm gonna start doing tomorrow and hold me to this, I'm gonna check back in in a few days and let you know if I've kept to this. I'm gonna try to do this every single day. So tomorrow's the new moon of March. It's March 2nd, 2022. New moon, I don't know why I'm writing that down. Doesn't make sense. New moon, lol. March 2nd, but I am going to, every morning after I have my lemon water, celery juice and apples and cloves, I'm going to walk, I think it's like two or three miles, <laughs> maybe three miles, but it's like an hour long walk. Anyways, I'm going to walk to the beach and jump in the ocean. Every single morning, I'm going to swim in the ocean, and I already talked to my partner, he's down, we're going to go together, and... Swimming, actually, and the ocean 
water is all connected to your Svadhisthana, your sacral chakra. So water is the element of the sacral chakra. So we're just being in water is going to help heal and harmonize. Here you go, Buggle. Just being in the water is going to help a lot. Moving your hips helps a lot. So um, having dance parties in general, I think I'm going to write that down too. That's going to be part of my morning routine. Probably like just while I'm doing everything else. Dance party. So like dancing is actually really harmonizing healing. I mean, for any chakra, dancing is healing. Um, you can change up the kinds of dancing. Like if you do more like tribal, earthy, stompy kind of dancing for the root chakra. And then for your Svadhisthana, it would be more of like a flowy, hips moving kind of deal. But I'm going to every morning go to the ocean. The ocean is governed by the moon. The moon rules your Svadhisthana. So your moon, the moon and moon energy in your body like really live and are affected by your Svadhisthana chakra. And that's why swimming in the ocean specifically is so powerful and so healing. And it really can heal like anything, honestly. The ocean is amazing and magic and it's full of moon energy. And so this is a really beautiful practice. And I'm going to do it from new moon to new moon. So starting tomorrow on March 2nd, 2022, the new moon, I'm going to swim in the ocean every single day until the next new moon. But I'm not going to like make it such of a, it's not going to be like a, I might miss a few days and I'm not going to beat myself up about it is basically what I'm saying. I don't like to like set goals that are stressful. I don't want it to be stressful. This is like a fun, beautiful practice that's going to heal me and not add stress to my life. So I'm doing it because I want to do it and it sounds fun. And I'm just lucky to have access to this. I'm lucky to be in a warm climate where I have a beach that I can go swim at every single day. So I'm gonna take advantage of that. Even though it's gonna be a bit difficult to make the, the trek there every day, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna bring my baby, I'm gonna bring my partner, and we're gonna jump in the ocean every morning to heal our Svadishnana. And yeah, I'm also going to be having a dance party. I'm just gonna start dancing more throughout the day. I think that'll just really help me move through my emotions and just make everything happier and brighter. So, I mean, that's a pretty substantial morning routine right there. But I'm going to add a yoga practice, obviously. <laughs> um, just yoga. Just write that down. I want to do yoga every day. Um, sometimes when I don't do yoga every day, my body hurts, my soul hurts, my mind hurts. I start getting really depressed. I have the tendency to fall into like a really, really deep, bad, horrible depression if I'm not doing yoga every day. And it's really nice. Sometimes I catch myself and I start spiraling and getting sad and like feeling like I'm melting. And if I catch myself, I can just start, get on my yoga rug and start moving through some asanas, breathing, doing some pranayama, breath work meditating, just making myself feel better. So since I'm going to be walking to the beach every day, it'd be really cool to do yoga on the beach every day. So, I mean, just depending on how it works out, I'm not going to be strict about it. Um, but that's going to be my morning. I'm going to do my healing practices, which is my lemon water, celery juice, apples. 
I say that'll take about like 30 minutes to an hour to do that. You okay? Did you hit your head? Where's your bottle? She just like sat up real quick. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna do that and then we're gonna walk to the beach and swim in the ocean and do some yoga and have a dance party and have a fun morning every morning. And then probably just get some breakfast. I think that's gonna be my morning routine. Oh, buggy, let's find that bottle. Where'd it go? Oh, here it is. I think it seems like not a lot of stuff, but it really is a lot of stuff because walking to the beach is gonna take a few hours, just like walking there, being at the beach, and then walking back. And in that time, I'll be walking in nature, hanging out with my family, tuning into us, and tuning into the ocean, practicing yoga, getting my meditation in. I think this is really good. Sometimes when I set up a morning routine, I add like 20 things to it. And then I get like really, I end up like never doing some of them and just like kind of stressing myself out. So this is pretty cool. Lemon, lemon water, celery juice, apples and cloves, swim in the ocean, dance party, and yoga. Which when I say yoga, um, I don't just mean yoga asana, like physical workout. I just, I mean like meditating, breath work, um, flowing, just doing all of it, like encompassing all of it and making it like a whole practice. So, Thank you for listening and helping me figure out what my Swedish Spana healing. <laughs> she dropped her bottle again. But the morning routine is gonna be, I think somebody might be ready for bed. Do you wanna go to bed? It's almost seven. I'm gonna try to put my baby to bed. And thank you for listening. Um, let me know if you implement any of this to heal your sacral chakra you can totally go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram at Sage Chakra Yoga. Oh yeah. If you want to learn more, if you want to heal yourself, heal your own energy system, your chakras, I actually have created a course for you to do just that. Uh, yeah, I'll leave the link in the show notes and you can start healing your chakras and supporting supporting Sage Chakra Yoga. I am really excited to be in my own yoga school and healing people and teaching people about the world. And yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> like sometimes. Remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to the universe, and be kind to all life everywhere. Namaste.